0: Hello again. This is Richard Spangler with Lion's Voice Ministries, and we have been looking at the passion of God over these series of teachings. And we are now going to, and we've been looking specifically at the covenants of God. Up till now, we've talked about six different covenants: the covenant of Abraham, the covenant with Moses, and the covenant with Gideon. Three different personal covenants and how they affected their lives and the nations. We also talked about the national covenants for Israel, the covenant given at Mount Sinai, the recommitment to the covenant at the at the dedication of the temple, and then finally Elijah's call of the nation back. Three renewals are three different covenants. Uh, The covenant was the same for Israel, but everything. But when they the renewal of the covenant at the temple. And then the calling the nation back to god uh at mount carmel were three different strategic times of covenant for the nation and for the men that were called like abraham to a life-changing a life-changing experience of having uh being going from abram to abraham uh, fathering a child in his old age Uh, a lot of things abraham became a mighty man and became what became a friend of god Moses experienced the burning bush after being on the backside of the desert, a commitment from God to go with him and to be with him and to tell him what to do and what to say. Gideon being told the same thing and experiencing the fire of God coming out of the rock and uh, God declaring him, I'm going with you. Go do what I told you to do. Then we have Israel at Mount Sinai. Even after all the signs and wonders in Egypt, at Mount Sinai, the covenant with God, and all that went on there, all that went on at every point, and then the dedication of the temple, where Solomon said, Lord, we thank you for this covenant of love, and the manifestations of God there, the fire that came down, and then finally Elijah at Mount Carmel, Putting in seven stones restoring the altar burning the fire of God coming down from heaven and consuming the sacrifice all six of these covenants uh, covenant points fire of God points are an amazing pointing to what comes next there's one thing I haven't talked about in each of these there is a call to repent there is a time of repentance and cleansing that comes with each of these covenants whether it was personal whether it was national there was a time of cleansing and repentance before the Lord and the same is true within this next covenant what I call uh, well God has gave me the phrase the covenant of Jesus Christ the covenant of Jesus this is the culmination this is the seventh this is the new covenant the seventh time the fire of God will be experienced among people but it starts with a call for repentance. It starts with a call from John the Baptist to repent. The nation of Israel had was fighting among itself. Its leadership was divided. It was over, it was being ruled from Rome. And when Rome ruled, you were a slave unless you were a Roman citizen. The Pharisees and the Sadducees and the priests had become a ruling caste. They're more powerful than the than the appointed king. Of the appointed king from Rome of Israel, they had political power, they oppressed the people, and they were they had corruption in their own houses, they did things that were an abomination to God. In the midst of this, stepped forth John the Baptist, who began to preach repentance that the kingdom was at hand and he was the first sign of god doing something new calling the people to repent every time covenant or reestablishment of covenant was made there was a call for repentance every time god moves there's a call for repentance not in the world but among his people john the baptist was preaching to the people to the people of israel to the people of god the the chosen people and he was calling them back He was calling them to repent in the midst of what we would consider horrible conditions in a horrible time, this call of repentance comes forth. This was the first sign that God is doing something. That God is about to establish a new covenant. So John the Baptist is crying out and hundreds and hundreds, perhaps thousands and thousands of people come to him and are baptized in the Jordan River. He was a direct threat to the to the establishment and they begin to question him about things they begin to try and trip him up And and in matthew 3 and in john and in luke 3 we see john responding and he's speaking a powerful word he says the one who is coming after me is mightier than i whose sandals i am not worthy to take off or carry and he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire he's of course we know he's speaking of Jesus they did not understand that Jesus comes onto the scene and he is the Lamb of God he is the fulfillment of everything that's going to take place we see him over the next three years do amazing signs, wonders, and miracles. Also, calling the people back to repentance, to repent to God. He's calling the nation back to its its covenant with God. And he he knows that the leadership is going. The re- leadership reacts badly. The, the religious people of the day react badly. They try and trip him up. They try and accuse him of things that he didn't do. They try many, th- many times. They plotted to, to to have him removed, to have him seized. And it didn't happen until the appointed time of God. All this to establish a new covenant. All these signs and wonders appearing. The, the people being healed. The lepers being cleansed, demons being cast out, resurrection of the dead, oh, Jairus' daughter, Lazarus, the, the widow of Nain—you—you—you you, you have th- you have all these signs and wonders occurring, and the people are repenting. The people are following him, and 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 the legal the political cast of the time are worried about Rome. They're worried about. About their own power their own authority and they move against Jesus which was all the plan of God and we see in Mark 14 22 and he says this is the Passover time it's also what we call the Last Supper and Jesus gives them the symbols again breaking bread is part of the covenant and he tells them to take and eat for this is my body And then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, This is the blood of the new covenant which is poured out for many. This is the start of the establishment of the covenant. There's always a breaking of bread. There's always a meal. There's always a sacrifice coming into this. The covenant sacrifice was completed in Jesus Christ. The covenant of him being crucified, taking all the sins of the world, all the sins of mankind upon himself, being beaten and whipped. Falsely accused. And crucified. And remember, Jesus said that he could call for twelve legions of angels. If he if he had decided he didn't want to go through with this, he could have called his father. Prayed to the father. And there would have been twelve legions of angels to come and rescue him. Of course, twelve legions of angels would have meant the end of mankind. Um... If you know your story of war, your angels from 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 the, from the Bible they, they are powerful and they are and when they come to fight, they come to to win and total win they would have. It would have been a, a new a whole new thing which we can't even talk about. But when Jesus said it is finished and his blood was poured out, the covenant, the new covenant was established at that point remember when he gave up the spirit there was darkness covering the earth for three hours suddenly a massive earthquake strikes and the veil the separating veil the symbol of sin in the temple is rent from the top down opening the way into the holy of holies for all mankind to go forth and coming, O God. The amazing thing is it happened at the hour of the offerings. And then there was the righteous dead appearing in Jerusalem, being raised from the dead, the graves opening, and the righteous dead being raised. At this point, after the crucifixion, people were seeing their dead ancestors walking about the city, the righteous dead proclaiming the news that that, that, the, that the covenant had been the law had been fulfilled how would you like to have been sitting in your house and then all of a sudden your great grandfather walks in who you knew to be a righteous man and he appears to you that would have had an effect on people Than Jesus Himself on Easter on what we call Easter Sunday or Resurrection Day coming forth himself in power and in majesty to to show that the covenant was fulfilled. These signs of the covenants, the covenant being fulfilled, the blood sacrifice being accepted for not just for the Jewish people, but for all mankind. If you accept Jesus as if you accept the covenant. You are forgiven of all your sins, of all your wrongdoing, and God comes and heals you. That's the point to be made. There has to be an acceptance of the covenant, just as much as Abraham accepted the covenant, Moses accepted the covenant, Gideon accepted the covenant. The nation of Israel accepted the covenant. We have to accept (coughs) the covenant in the same way. It's not just, oh great, God, Jesus died for me. I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to do anything. There's an acceptance of the covenant. That's the reason we say you have to ask the Lord to come into your heart. (coughs) Excuse me. So here we have Jesus being raised from the dead. Of course the leadership goes, and the Romans go, they, they plot and say things that they know are not true. We have them... We have Jesus appearing over the next weeks and days to people. We have him appearing to his disciples first. We have him appearing to the two on the on the, on the road. We have him appearing to 500 at one point. And then him ascending into heaven. And then the apostles go back and they're, they're, they're scratching their disciples. And, they, and others go back and they're wondering, what are we going to do? Disciples of a rabbi had a responsibility. Under the Jewish traditions, if you were chosen to be a rabbi's disciple, the, the, the goal was that you were to become like the rabbi. In other words, you would teach the exact teachings, and you were to do the same things the rabbi did. You were to be an exact copy in every way. And here's the disciples with that teaching going, How can we be like Jesus? How can we do what Jesus did? And suddenly, there was the sound of a rushing mighty wind on the day of Pentecost. Tongues of fire appear over them and touch them, and they began to speak in other tongues. They are infused with the holy the power of the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit has come forth, and the baptism of fire. This fire was not just a fire of power; it was a power, fire of God's presence. It was a fire of God's passion, for them to move forth and to do what God God called them to do. To do to become carbon copies of jesus to become an exact copy of jesus to do what jesus did to say what jesus said to be like jesus and this infusion of the holy spirit and fire the holy spirit and the passion of god were the key for them to do it they had the passion and they had the power and they and the holy spirit residing in them directing and guiding them and that's where we're that's where we're going next in our teaching we're going to talk about the holy spirit and the fire and what it meant so we've seen the covenant established with signs wonders miracles uh, the fire of god coming down then the fire again was a was t- was a symbol that the covenant is enforced the covenant has been accepted and he poured it out on the people who were willing to accept and had agreed to accept the covenant. The people who had been in repentance and had been praying. They were the ones to receive this. this The Holy Spirit and fire. As John proclaimed, The Holy, baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire. Baptized in the Holy Spirit and the passion, the love of God. And they went forth and changed the world. And we will talk about that next. On the next, let me pray for you quickly. Father, we thank you, God, that you've sent your son, Jesus, to pay for our sins. God, if there are any who are listening, Lord, we ask that they would accept you now. If they don't know you, that they would accept you now as their Lord and Savior. And, Lord God, we agree. We thank you, God. For all the signs, all the wonders, for the new covenant that fulfilled the other covenants, that fulfilled the six times that there were fulfillment of the law, fulfillment of everything that you promised to mankind is fulfilled in this new covenant due to your son Jesus coming and dying. We thank you for it, God. Lord, we thank you for the resurrection life. We thank you, God, that you've given us the power of the Holy Spirit and your passion to go forth and to fulfill and to to grow and mature and to become like you. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise and glory. Amen. Until next time, have a blessed and wonderful, wonderful life. God bless you.